2: In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute, folks. Don't forget, before we get started today, there are so many very cool things to do right here in Mississippi. Go to visit Mississippi.org. You'll totally understand what I'm talking about. Well, my super talk team has been way ahead of me with today's guest. He's been on most of our shows, but it's time now for him to live in the world that he belongs. Sorry, everybody, but we're talking the land of the arts and music. So, you know, that's my that's my turf. So feeling rather comfy and pumped up to have him on. He's a native of Mississippian, which you know I love, has vast contacts with performers from the 50s and 60s era in the music business, many are, who are Mississippians as well. And what do you do when you have so many stories that morning coffee or a 5 o'clock beer or a glass of wine or even a fireside chat cannot handle well you write a book and man has he ever titled the magic moment about his 30 years of interaction with all these folks he's come across the many performers groups of the pre-rock and roll era so let's get to it and these stories so let's get to it all these stories because what happens in a mississippi minute well it stays in a minute sort of so in the keep mississippi beautiful studio with william morris what's up bill Hi, right, steve good to hear you man great to have you on i'm very excited about today i'm ready to hear some great stories i personally am not allowed to tell certain stories from the road so i'm hoping that you're going to fill the void and my listeners will be cool with it
3: i think we've got a lot of common ground we can fill in some blanks here
2: <laughs> i got a lot of blanks going on upstairs <laughs> <laughs> so great uh, to have you on <laughs>
3: Thank you, Steve. It's great to be on your program. Okay, I so, love your program. Oh,
2: thank you. Thank you. I love doing it. I really do. And uh, you're going to be a, a shining example of why today. So let's get to it. You know, first of all, there's one thing when you're sitting around telling stories, and obviously, obviously those stories come from a, a rooted place of a lot of incredible memories. And then you have to have the time to sit down and write a book. Um, I've been just hounded to write a book for 25 years, and I just hadn't. It, you know, I think it has to be that time. First of all, when was it in your life that you decided, okay, wait a minute, it's time to write a book?
3: First of all, I knew that something of a miracle had happened in 1980 in Washington when I got called to the stage to do the lead with the moon glows on a song <laughs> called Daddy's Home by Shep and the Limelights. And they had heard me in the dressing room carrying on with Billy McFatter, Clyde McFatter's son. Clyde was the tenor of the Drifters. Anyway, uh, I thought they knew I meant no. I'd never had a mic in my hands. And so it's a bit unusual for a professional group like that uh, to uh, call someone, uh, you know, to the stage to take the lead in the show. And uh, (laughs) anyway, it happened. And then all these other singers were coming up to me wanting to know well, uh, what group I was normally with and all that. And I knew that something beyond me had happened. And so on the way home in the taxi that night, back to the hotel, I should say, uh, I, I just said, Lord, what was this about? He said, in, a, in an inaudible voice, it was about my glory, Bill, and I'm going to reveal to you in due time what I mean. Hmm. So a year later the date uh almost exactly I picked up the Clarion Ledger and all over the front page was a story about Prentice Barnes, the original bass singer of the Moon Glows a group I'd sung with the year before in Washington. And he was now disabled and had uh, from a train car collision mm. and living in Jackson, Mississippi. Wow. They well I heard that voice for the second time. It's inaudible, but I surely heard it. We all hear it if we're listening. Sure. said, now do you know why you sang with him? Now go take care of him. Oh, man. So we became like best friends over the years, and uh, it was just a joyous ride. But about five years after that happened, I was down in Natchez, Mississippi, Thanksgiving, uh, at my wife's family home. And again, I heard that voice. 4 in the morning. I don't like to get up early. I'm not an early morning guy. (laughs) But I heard one word, right. I got up, Hmm. got my dictation equipment out of my briefcase and slipped out back and got under an oak tree in the swing and dictated for two hours until the sun began to rise up.
2: Wow, sounds like a Mark Twain novel
3: right now, you know. Yeah, so I knew that something, and so from then on, I knew that every time something happened, I needed to write about it. So I would record, whenever I was off on these trips with them at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or wherever it was, um, I I would write about it chronologically and emotionally. So that I could later come back and put it in the prose that it need to be in uh, for a, a good book. So there it is. That's mm. that's how I got the message to do it.
2: I love it. We're talking to William Morris, Bill. I'm telling him Bill right now. That's what we do. Yep. Hey, so Bill, I've had I've never thought about it. I don't think until when I was getting prepared for today's show. The word superfan. Okay. Superfan, um, to me, crosses over to an area where I look back at three eras of my life and with fans, okay? When I was getting going mm-hmm. back in the days, we played the Junction, the GT, Marks, Mississippi, uh, uh, j- different places where I grew up. I had some this song that everybody would, it, it, long story short, it ended up where people were throwing water and then beer on each other. Fights would break. It was great. It was a great moment. But people that didn't know what was going on, but they showed up. Back then, we didn't have any recordings of my songs, so they would record them and, you know, and show up in cassette. They would record them our shows live. They would do our shows live. Show up before the show cranked in the car sounding god awful, right? You know, blaring though. And, they would come in rain suits, the yellow rain suits, because they then they called themselves the soaking crew and they went everywhere. OK, so that was a regional thing. <laughs> right. And I knew, oh, my God, yeah. here comes the soaking crew. But they were never they all became good friends. OK, I, I look forward to seeing them, to having visits with them before and after the shows. Um, it was never an inconvenience to me. It was the most wonderful thing. Speed forward. I had a false start in the mid '90s on a record I should have never made, and then I finally had hits in 2000 and 2001 and on. That that group stuck with me, saw something in me, and they would travel all over the country. There was probably about 20 of them, and so Don't much that look. I'm looking at a Les Paul on my wall right now that they gave me as a gift at the Loveless Cafe at one of our uh, at, at one of our fan parties in the summer, which. Blew my mind because Bill, they didn't, they, none of them were well off. But somehow they would find that time. And then they always, they always wrote, you know, they always wrote Christmas cards. And it was the uh-huh. most beautiful thing. So I let them in our world. And they became like, they were backstage, bus stage, everything because they were traveling so far. Then now, uh, Bob Seeger, I was on tour with Bob Seeger. And I remember this one couple, they're from Oklahoma, Steve and Starr. Hey, guys, they're listening right now. Steve and Starr. Steve was so upset that there was somebody performing before Bob, and we did almost 50 shows with Bob in Little Rock, and he was so upset, I can't believe we've got to sit through this. Well, we had a show in Tulsa afterwards. They came up. Somehow they ended up getting tickets. They came up to us, and they have put on, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands. I don't know what the number is, but they've, they've missed maybe one show in the last 13 years. No matter where we are. Oh my are. gosh. So we and we've become really good friends. We were in Michigan a week ago. Um and so I guess what I'm saying is this. Superfan to me means those folks, and I never put that together. I'm sorry, I know this is about you, but you got me thinking. So and it's a blessing <laughs> to have them. So it was a blessing for Prentice to have you. In your, in that well, it was a bigger it was bigger than music. You know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, way bigger than music. It it's um it's a calling and uh it's undeniable
2: yeah <clears throat> so when you say you got up and played did you sing or you play guitar or do i you sang I'd, I'd, I'd never
3: had a mic in my hands i, I can't even read music steve i, <laughs> I ended up recording it. the drifters two first two gospel cds producing them i should say <sighs> wow. but uh i never have taken the time to learn to read music but i can hear it and i can repeat it in in the musical form and can sound like the people who recorded it originally. And so that's what they heard. They heard a voice that sounded just like Shep at the time. I I can't get that high now, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's what they heard, and that's why they were immediately attracted to have me
2: sing with them. Two outros and intros. Sorry, Will. Uh, and out of one into two. I'm Steve Azar with William Morris. This Magic Moment is the book... Just love celebrating. Visit Mississippi.org is the place you're going to check out. Do me a big favor. Do that. Don't go nowhere.
4: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today brings mostly cloudy conditions, high near 77. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 62. Your finally Friday, partly sunny conditions, high all the way up to 78. And for your Saturday, a 70% chance of rain, cloudy skies, high near 73. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
1: I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand-washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969.
5: Attention. If you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock-knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net.
4: RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that service-built.
5: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in
0: Richland. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com.
5: 43
0: in a mississippi minute with steve azar right here on super talk mississippi
2: steve azar rolling into a mississippi minute thanks for tuning in super Talk team i love you guys so much thanks for letting my wild self be on the air and let me go sideways all the time i love you guys go to visit mississippi.org check out so many wonderful things that are right there i mean i can go through it and it'll take uh, a million mississippi minutes but just check it out trust me william morse author of this magic moment and he's lived it you're talking about songs like under the boardwalk under the bo- oh, just, oh yeah you're talking about songs that the whole world knows you know, looking back at this sort of golden era, right? It was an amazing era where, yep. where pre-rock and roll, you're talking about here comes Elvis taking doing his version of everything the Mississippi Delta had meets all of this and turning it his own thing. I guess is the best way to explain it for me, from from my viewpoint. But how important was this time? And then how edgy was it? You know what I mean? Compared to popular music at the time.
3: This was This was something totally new which came upon us. I began to hear it over the uh, black radio stations, and in particular WLAC in Nashville. I used to listen to those uh, John R. and Gene Nobles, and uh, there were about four or five of them that would I would hear, and and they their voices were heard all over the South, and they began to play this mysterious music to us. Uh, we'd hear the coaster singing "Zing with the Strings of My Heart," hmm. or something like that, and it just it would take you to a far off place because it just it mesmerized us. And so the songs began to get more and more popular, and so throughout the country they began to be recognized and uh, and played on the stations everywhere throughout and so they captured our hearts and that went on for about 10 years from say well a little more than 10 years from about 53 to about 64 65 but then the when the british invasion came in it began to soak up a great deal of the uh radio time mm. and so forth and uh so they grabbed a lot of the uh, limelight at that point. Now the other didn't go away entirely, but Motown began to fill in and and take uh, the vocal group harmonies and things. You had the Four Tops and the Temps and a lot of those groups.
2: The Supremes, etc. Right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, and so they began to uh, to fill in the blank, and then you know you had you had some good um, vocal group harmony after that, but. The really the premier stuff was done uh, from about I'd say fifty five through sixty five, uh, where they weren't using synthesizers and all that kind of stuff to change right. everything up. I right. mean, they had to really have the voices to do it, and they were singing with passion because they were still going through a transition nationwide in terms of acceptance and so forth, and so you, music was breaking down the barriers that were there, mm-hmm. and so these guys became uh, heroes, and so lo and behold, now I'm right in the middle of them, <laughs> and Bill Pinkney of the Drifters and Prentice Barnes of the Moonglows and Harvey Fuqua of the Moonglows, and, well, Harvey was real big, as you probably know, in Motown. He married Barry Gordy's sister um, and brought Marvin Gaye into business, Tammy Terrell, so forth, so... Here I was with all these guys singing with them, singing with them at the Duwa Hall of Fame in Boston uh you know I, I, Steve, that was something to march out on that stage in that venue. You probably right. have been there, but you know what I'm talking about, yeah. the feeling that you get here i was walking out in my tuxedo with them and looking over at harvey and and the moon glows as we broke into the ten commandments of love <laughs> and i was hitting my part and as i was remembering exactly where i was in in, in the song I began to have a spiritual moment, too. And I was thinking, God, these were my heroes back in high school. How did all of this happen? So all that was going through my mind. And I was praising him while I was remembering right where I was in the song. Mm -hmm. So that's one of those kind of miracles that we don't understand how we can be thinking of one thing and singing another at the same time. But I ended up... um, being a, a major part of all their lives at one point or another and in different ways. But I'll have to say that, um, well, I end up singing at all their funerals. Mm. Uh, mm. They were just very, very dear to me. And yeah. Bill Pinkney of the Drifters and Prentice Barnes of the Glows would clearly be two of my top five best friends ever in my life. Yeah. I don't see how anybody could surpass that. Uh, I have other very close friends, obviously, but... Those were two of the very best, and it was all through the medium of music, and a love of that, and that—that just—that was the path that led us in these friendships, and so
2: yes, yeah, the, the story the America
3: needs to hear today, Steve.
2: Sure, sure. And listen, first of all, music is—it's um, this conductor of opportunity, and who and what state is better than ours? It, it, we were the beginning of it all. And so, I, I just think that it makes all the sense in the world to me. Timing, you know what I mean? Like, time is not in our, necessarily in our hands. We can try to force the time to move, you know, quicker in our favor or whatever, but it just doesn't work out. You know, I got the song "You Don't Know a Thing" because you got your you got your life all planned out. Sure, it looks good on paper because <laughs> because <laughs> you can think all you want, but it's not in your time. And I love that in relationships like these, when you talk top five of your life. May happen overnight, but you think about overnight. Maybe over these years of respect for each other, and so it feels like it's overnight. Oh, but yeah. there's this no, it thing happened
3: over yeah. like a total of forty years yeah. from yeah. beginning to end, till the last one was gone. The last one was Rufus McKay of the Red Tops from down in Vicksburg. Mm. I talked him into moving back to Mississippi. He was content to stay out in. Uh, uh, Nevada, and uh, he, he was saying with the ink spots and so forth, but I told him, I said, Rufus, this is where you're loved, and you know, you're gonna. there's going to come a time when you're not going to be able to uh, perform anymore, and those people are going to forget about you. Mm. They don't know you and love you like we do. Sorry. I want you to think about moving back to Mississippi. And sure enough, he did, mm. and he it. fell on hard times, and I sent out an email to some classmates and other people, and they began to, it got a life of its own. And within a very short period of time, thousands of dollars were pouring in for him with cards and letters of love and everything. And he called me crying. He said, Bill, I just had no idea people felt this way. I said, Well, that's what I've been trying to tell you, Rufus. Yeah. And um, Steve, you probably, you never heard him sing Danny Boy, but he had. He had a different way of singing it than the Irish tenors. The, those guys are incredible, but Rufus's voice was a mellow tenor. It would, In fact, the, he'd hit some of the downside notes in that song were even more beautiful than the high notes that he would hit. He'd, he could go up three octaves when he'd get to the very end. But I loved the part uh, kind of in the middle there where he would um, he would just take you through a lovely spot. Anyway, so there's a lot about Rufus in there, too. And um, he was the last one to go out of the four main characters beside me. And um, when we buried him over in Vicksburg in that soil stained by the blood of the blue and the gray and uh, of all colors. Sure. Well, I knew my journey the four singers had been laid to rest as well. Wow. But they were my they were my heroes and they were my own band of brothers.
2: It's an amazing so, story. It amazing a story. Miraculous journey. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, this journey, I'm just telling you, music is such a connector. Uh, and you look at your life and we're gonna go into a break in a second, but I do want yep. us to touch on we're talking to William Morris, author. Author, author. Uh, excited the magic moment is the name of the book. It's even at Delta
3: State. This magic moment. What I just Steve? say. What did I moment. just
2: say? I said, "Oh, you this said magic, a moment.
3: magic moment." This well, magic moment. This magic moment is a ha- metaphor for all that journey.
2: Well, we're having a we're having a magic moment now. But you're right. It's this magic moment. All right, you-, <laughs> <laughs> we're some, you know what I'm saying? Very much a magic moment. <laughs> <laughs> this magic moment. Uh, William Morris, call <laughs> him Bill. Uh, it's at Delta State's library. Yes. Somebody just said so. That's cool. Um, it's just, we're going to thank Tommy Doolittle for connecting this because he's a fan of yours and he loves this book. And I, I've just got the copy yesterday. So I'm excited about when I go on my little road trips, um, I take them with me when I go on planes and stuff. And, um, and that's when I get my reading time. So I'm very, very, very excited about this. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio with the Mississippi man, William Bill Morris. This magic moment's name his book. Go to Visit Mississippi.org. He's this is what we're talking about. That's what that's why I preach VisitMissippi.org all the time. It's exactly what Bill has portrayed. Such a big part of that. Uh, Bill, you get to play DJ. We are uh the birthplace of American music. So into the break, would you like to hear Jimmy Rogers or Howlin' Wolf? Well, since we
3: had the Howlin' Wolf three times at the Deke house at Ole mm-hmm. Miss while I was there, <laughs> along with Muddy Waters and some others, Woo! I think you know. I wanna hear the Wolf Man. You got it. And so Chester Burnett would be his real name, but we're gonna call him Howlett
2: Wolf at this time. <laughs> I love it. So put right. him on. You got it. We'll be right back with William Morris. Thank you.
6: some of the diamond producers in the world. We're using the best manufacturers to produce what I know is the finest quality jewelry ever made. With no equal in finisher detail. Eliminating importers, wholesalers, and expensive branding. Bringing our customers the best jewelry ever made at incredible prices. Folks, you can find extreme discounts on this jewelry and all over the store. Carter Jewelers is in the process of putting out our latest purchase of diamond jewelry closeout from one of the best diamond jewelry manufacturers in the world. 18-month interest-free financing, no credit check financing, and trade in are welcome. Mississippi has trusted Carter Jewelers for our quality and value since Abraham Lincoln was a junior congressman. Open until 5 on Christmas Eve or until the last person leaves. In downtown Jackson at the corner of State and High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg.
1: Merry Christmas from Carter Jewelers.
5: Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hottie toddy. It's the most wonderful time of the year, and the whole crew at Smith Marine in Richland would like to say thank you so much for your patronage through the year and also wish you and your family the happiest of holidays. Merry Christmas, y'all, from your friends at Smith
4: Marine in Richland. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at Fourth Goal Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap. Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
5: Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon.
0: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Labor shortages are forcing employers to think differently about their requirements for new hires. Garrett McGinnis is with the Mississippi Office of Workforce
1: Development. We're, we're talking to industries right now who have never ever hired anyone ex- unless they had X, Y, and Z on the resume, and now they're 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 scrapping that and they're saying. If they have X, then we'll take them and we will train them on the job. You can get help finding a job or an employee at
0: mdes.ms.gov. As a former teacher and now a state legislator, Senator Angela Hill has some concerns about how much focus is placed on state tests. This testing takes up a lot of time from these counselors and they're working on class
2: schedules and testing yeah. much more than, than, than they are,
6: they're working on career development for the students. And I think that is a void. I'm Kelly Bennett.
4: I'm Michael Watson, Mississippi's 36th Secretary of State. Mississippians are known for our generosity, especially during the Christmas season. Just last year, Mississippi Charities bought in roughly $1.7 billion. Before you make a donation, be sure to check the validity of the charity or organization on our website, sos.ms.gov. Taking this extra step will not only protect you, but will also ensure your donation goes to those who need it most. From the Secretary of State family to yours, have a safe and Merry Christmas. It's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every afternoon
5: at 5 o'clock for the college football fix driven by Ford. Speaking of Ford, the Get Holiday Ready sales event is happening now. Visit your local Ford dealer and get the best offers on Ford SUVs and Ford F-Series trucks. America's best-selling trucks, 44 years running. Right now is the best time to buy with inventory arriving daily. Get your season started off right during the
0: Get Holiday Ready
5: sales event going on now at your local Mississippi Ford dealers.
0: In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I want your
2: No We are floating down a Mississippi Minute because there's two Mississippians on the phone. William Morse, Bill. We're talking visit Mississippi.org on steroids today because it's what happens when folks. Uh, get engaged in the arts through osmosis and being around it because you can't help but be around it when you are from where we are and uh bill morse is definitely um a shining example of that his book this magic moment while we have a magic moment (laughs) i got in trouble a minute ago i was in time (laughs) out between the break you did just fine (laughs) hey bill let's I want to ask you something. Let's think about Prentice and Harvey and, and, and all, all your pals, right? How did they feel about the era? Like with Benny Goodman, like for instance, that era, um, I th- I think of, of Benny Goodman being sort of a wild cat and uh, sort of mischievous on stage and and the the sound you know he had to be pretty edgy himself and how you know how music was evolving he would have been just before them am I correct so 40s probably
3: well that that is correct but I have to tell you we never got around to talking about Benny uh, <laughs> we, we we were deep into what they were doing and what their cohorts were doing, you know, uh, like groups and so forth. I know that Harvey was a deeply appreciative of that uh, prior era because his uncle was Charlie Fuqua, who I think he was one of the founders of the Ink Spots, and they were definitely out of the 40s. And uh, so they would have been the predecessor to the vocal group Harmony that we know as Doo-Wop sounds there. There's definitely a difference there. That and it occurred somewhere around nineteen fifty three where it began to be perfected in a mm. different sort of way. Prentice and I used to just sit there and listen in, in my den we'd we would listen to all sorts of music and we'd be singing it together and everything and I remember I was trying to uh, to do the song sincerely and I got to a certain part. I said, Prentice, I can't quite get that note. He said, oh, yes, you can. Just take a little breath. I said, what do you mean take a breath? See, I never had any training whatsoever. <laughs> so, sure Just take enough, a
2: breath. I, love I it.
3: took a little breath and then hit that note like crazy. And he said, I told you. <laughs> we ended up singing in his church and mine. Um, I rewrote the song uh, Daddy's Home. I rewrote the lyrics to fit the melody. And it, I wrote it in a spiritual sense so we could sing it in the church and I wrote a song called You're the One and uh, I just took took the same melody and put that with it and, uh, and we had a good time doing that Love around uh, Jackson and so forth.
2: This magic moment. I can't help oh, it. Yeah. It's just so and good. You're there. No, but, but think about it. Think about that. You know, as a songwriter mm-hmm. I'm going like you know, I'm just looking at my screen right now, and I'm just going yeah. like, just the feeling I got personally. What music does to folks the first time they hear it? And I wonder what they went through. Do you know the history, the prehistory of that? You know, meaning I had, a, you know, my, one of my biggest hits, probably my biggest commercial radio hit was uh i don't have to be me till monday and it sat I, I like, I well, it's set on record label well it's it set it on desks for for two years in record labels so i had to write waiting on joe for it to, for that to that moment to I happen
3: waiting on joe well i loved the uh, morning
2: what is that uh, morning something uh, which one is Sunshine? What are we talking about?
3: Yeah, Sunshine. Yeah, I, that that brought some tears to my eyes. Uh, you know, Steve I was Cropper. at my wife and, uh, <laughs> this morning. You were singing about Sunshine, and I thought, she's my little Sunshine.
2: Yeah, she is. Yeah, you know what? Steve Cropper called me. This is These are the great, when you write something and record something, and you're like, really? Because you don't know. Because you just don't know. Um, I know that it put me in sort of a hypnotic state, and there was a lot of things that happened from Taylor Swift to uh, it, it, Oprah, Uh, A lot of things with that song that ended up coming to light uh, that taught me a lot about songwriting. And I said, oh, in a moment that got captured, right? Well, three and a half moments that got captured. But with that, Steve Cropper calls and he goes, Steve Azar? I said, Steve Cropper. I said, what's up, Stevie? You want to play golf? And he goes, no, no, I'm calling to tell you something. I just heard Sunshine. Everybody needs a little bit on the radio. And now I've listened to it. I went and got it and I've listened to it over and over he goes what on earth so next thing you know we were playing the bob hope together you know back in the days of the bob hope golf event and he's on stage and he's playing sunshine he just loved it now he put his own twist on it and i went wow man i was about to pass out i mean i'm such a fan of crop you know good guy
3: oh well uh, who doesn't love bob hope
2: (laughs) no 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 i know well bob hope wasn't around but steve cropper was (laughs) so yeah steve cropper
3: yeah i was with him a bunch of times and. uh, Photographed him and they, they, uh, the Rhythm and Blues Foundation, uh, took the photograph I sent them and put it on some big promotion about him. I caught him pretty well. That's another thing I like to do is, is photography. So I recorded all of this. There are 135 photos in, in that book, but that's out of thousands that I took with all these wow. people backstage and on stage and everywhere. In between, uh, did you have a good so camera? that's another form of the arts that that yeah. helps to sure. solidify everything.
2: Now, were you a professional photographer, or you just did it? No, I'm no. It's uh,
3: no more than I'm a professional singer. I just <laughs> I love it. I picked it up and I did a book. I did a, a photo album of Ole Miss uh, called uh, uh, Ole Miss at Oxford, a part of our heart and soul. I did a book for the Manning family of Eli's days there and. Again, I've never had a course in photography, wow. but i I just I just see it, and I wanted to to stop the world, so to speak. Yeah. So I would always have my camera with me wherever I'd go, and and uh,
2: yeah, you're so. that guy. You're that guy. Yeah. My, one of my best friends, uh, Danny Oberly, grew up. He's that guy. He has cameras. I mean, always. Um, and it's yep. captured many of our moments that we would have never had. Um, he just always felt he, he, he loved capturing the moment. Interesting.
3: Well, they don't come back. That's the important no. thing that I've learned. When I have a camera in my hands, it's a spiritual thing because now I'm looking to see what's there that might not come back again. Now, you can go photograph a building or a place or something like that, but the actual activity is a one-time thing. So you need to cherish it and um uh, and and that is uh, one thing I learned in in doing the photography.
2: Yeah, we're talking to William Morris, Bill Morris, his book, "This Magic." Come on, everybody, sing it! Right, take a break.
3: Your lips
2: are next to mine. Oh my oh, God! Come no. on, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? How good was that? No, <laughs> is that so? I guess what I was asking was, do you know the pre-story? Let's get back to it now. We got sidetracked. Yeah. It's my fault. Okay. Uh, Bill, do you know that? Was there any sort of trying time for the song, or did they write it and boom? Like, what's the pre-story?
3: I'm not sure the pre-story on that one, but I know that there are pre-stories on so many of them, which I was getting ready to go up on the stage with them at the Vocal Group Hall of Fame in Sharon, Pennsylvania, and with the Moonglows. And uh, one of the uh, drifters from another era was coming down, Benny King. And uh, so, uh, anyway... Pete of the moon Glow started blessing them out and everything, and I said uh, to Prince, I said, what was that about? He said, well, uh, Pete thought that uh, Benny uh, took his song, There Goes My Baby. He said, Pete thought he wrote it. Well, of course, I don't know who who wrote what. Uh, they were always arguing about things like that, but uh, you, you know, you've heard the song, There Goes My Baby. It came out somewhere pretty close to the time. This magic moment came out. So there were a lot of those kinds of conflicts and things which went on. And uh, they were just a part of the that era. And, uh, you know, it, that's. But I tried not to emphasize very much of that in my book. I mainly focused on the love that I saw mm. transpiring uh, constantly.
2: Yeah. You know, my, in my mind, when I see songs, right? So for instance, In a Mississippi mm-hmm. Minute is the name of a radio show, right? I always wanted it to be, to, to grow up. So you write a song and it's basically imagine everybody, everybody hang with me here. <laughs> hang with me, Bill, that it's an right. In, infant, right? And so you go and you, you, you write this song and you give it the most important mm-hmm. thing of the words, every if and, and but. And then you, you, you go and record it and you take care of that. Each instrument is like, um, Uh, someone in their life that comes in and and impacts them in my way. And all of a sudden you're wanting this song to grow up and become something. Like, what's it gonna become? So that, that In a Mississippi Minute for me became this radio show. I had to have to give it a home. Each song, I feel like, and some songs grow up faster than others. They're a little more mature. So I know I'm overthinking this, but as I look back at music and songs, I always love the history before. The Struggles. My buddy, Dina Carter, she had Strawberry Wine sitting there. I heard that record a couple years before it came out. And mm-hmm. I'm going like, what are you waiting on? And they go, oh, it's not country it won't we're worried country radio won't play it well the minute it hit the airways the first time you ever heard it on country radio it it felt like it belonged there and everywhere else it didn't matter it worked and and i used to go why do we overthink putting out great songs and a great record steve azar with william morris this magic moment is the book what's magical about visit check it out don't go nowhere Uh... online.com guarantee bank member fdic
0: be sure and check out the newly remodeled basils in fondren where you get simple food done well and don't forget to drop by basils fountain view at the renaissance go to eat for online ordering for both locations that's basils
1: This is Representative Jill Ford wishing you and your family a very merry Christmas. As you were out and about searching for that perfect gift, please be mindful to shop local. Even if you need to buy online, buy from a small business right here at home. And let's remember, Jesus
0: is the reason for the season.
4: Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Health Alliance.
0: Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare care heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency
4: care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training.
5: Make your home merrier this Christmas. Ms. Kelly's has thousands of products in stock and ready for you. Plus, with no money down financing and savings up to $300, we're furnishing happiness for the holidays. A new bedroom, a roomier dining set, or more seating in the family room. There's plenty to choose from on our website or in our showrooms. Then pick it up or have it delivered, and
0: your furniture will arrive before Santa. Make this Christmas your merriest at Miss Kelly's. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every leak-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm.
1: This is Delbert Hoseman, your Lieutenant Governor. I'm Grace. I'm Norland. Okay. I'm Sarah. I'm Charlie. I'm Ma'am. I'm Charlie. Hello. From my family to yours. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Y'all
5: listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. In,
0: my In a Mississippi minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
5: To ride, ride
2: above the. Rolling, rolling down a Mississippi minute. In a Mississippi minute, you check out my song. In a Mississippi minute, there is a song there. There's a unplugged version back in the day, and then there's a full version as well. Right about how it feels versus New York, if you know what I'm talking about. Speaking of uh, Mississippi, visit Mississippi.org is the place to check out. It's a great website. Uh, gives you a whole lot of ideas of what to do in all parts of this great state. So many things to do from outdoors to indoors, music, arts, culinary, hunting, fishing, golf, dancing rabbit. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. We're, William Morris, his book, This Magic Moment, says it all. Very magical. Well, you know, first of all, uh, music, uh, You know, it's been well documented that even when folks get to the point where they're not remembering a lot or... Uh, you know, and they're unconscious, or like you said, whatever. And how music mm-hmm. uh, is the one thing—it's like the last thing that they for, the forget, and the first thing they remember. It's interesting, and why? And I feel like there's yeah. music sort of in the backdrop of our entire lives as we go. There's memories tied to to songs, and those it songs,
3: right? It, it's crazy. It, it it makes the memory permanent. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, I write about that in my book about different couples in high school. I would see mm-hmm. dancing together to a given song like Johnny and Joe's Over the Mountain and Across the Sea. I can still remember Big Bob Johnston dancing with Susan
2: Barry <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, somebody, and Nancy Lynn's carport. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it. you know, you just, it just takes you there.
2: You know what that's called in our business? Well, I teach this. It's called furniture. That means putting an emotion or something physically attached like though you just did that's called furniture yeah. in a song so i'm all, all you out there that's what you're listening to even if it's something you can feel or put you in a place that visually takes you there that is called furniture very important very important in song. Uh, well love thank furniture.
3: you for putting that in uh, i'd never heard it called that but yeah. i would agree
2: with you put some furniture in that room what are you doing
3: <laughs> give me well, some
2: eggs right. and bacon <laughs> I love uh, but you know I think what I want to do is sometimes a Mississippi Minute cannot contain two folks like us and with a story like yours. So can I ask like I've done previously with uh, mm-hmm. uh, probably 10 folks uh, since my four probably, you know, four years in now into my four years about to be the beginning of my fifth year at Talk And I'm so grateful for this opportunity because today moves me. Would you come on and do a, a second show with me? And we'll do back to back.
3: Okay, so I would love to do another show with you.
2: That'd be great because I, I, there's so many questions I want to ask you, and one of them, and I, it's, we're running out of time now, but is how do you get there? Like, what's your background? It's one thing in music, but where'd you hear it that moved you for the first time? You know, there's the first kiss and the first that and that song. I
3: think I was in my mother's womb when I first <laughs> heard those sounds. Of the, I'm serious.
2: Yeah, I believe
3: it. I think I think I came into the world hearing um, the the great uh, big bands of the early '40s and that kind of thing. Yeah. Glenn Miller, uh, and the, uh, just all these wonderful orchestras, and so. But I want to tell you this, Steve, the first cognitive time I can remember is when I was about three years old. It would have been right after the World War II was over. And my daddy was home from the war, and he was spending the day with me in the living room. We were playing records on the Big troller. And I just sat at his feet all day long, and it was just so special to be near him. And we listened to Guy Lombardo and, uh, the, you know, the Royal Canadian Orchestra and so many other uh, wonderful uh, uh, musicians and singers and all, and they just it just went right straight to my heart. And then came Roy Rogers and uh, my hero, you know, was a little boy and a singing cowboy there. And so um, that uh, that made me love country music at that point. And then later in my uh, early high school, uh, junior high days, the doo-wop era came in. The love ballads from. Uh, out of the fifties
2: and sixties. Well, the longer the longer we see genres uh, uh, being re- rethought and reinnovated, and 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 all of a sudden, it's moments like that that come along, like mm-hmm. this magic. A lot of a lot of this magic moments, um, and you can tell the stories like you can that you were there when this style of music came along. <laughs> the more you can yeah. do that. The greater it is. All right, well, let's let's plan on uh, Mississippi Minute number two. We've been with William Morris. Bill, I can't thank you enough. You are everything that I preach about and Miss, visit Mississippi.org. So uh, folks, do that this weekend. Check out This Magic Moment. Sing with me. This Magic Moment. Everybody, come on. This you got it. This Magic Moment. Woo! It's taking it into it. your lips
3: are next to mine.
2: <laughs> so, all right. All right, bro. <laughs> Check out the book, all right. Between <laughs> Now and then, and and we're going to do show two, and blessings to you, and uh, thanks for spending your first half of a Mississippi Minute with me, pal. I appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. online.com guarantee bank member fdic
4: a super talk mississippi media production